Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. You know, it's always interesting when we do get in that time in our life, when we're in our second wind, um, about the new things that you learn. Because we never stop learning. And although I stepped into one of my second wins, because I think we really have multiple wins, wins, um, two, three, four, five, six, however you're willing to uh, create, I started my wind um, in the later part of life, about 50, always before I'd worked for corporations. IBM Corporation was primarily, and then a nonprofit for several years, um, became an executive director for a children's museum. <coughs> Wonderful time of life. Lots of creative juices going there. But when you decide to step into something called when you are the uh, primary leader of your business, I think you step into a different realm that you're not always prepared for, aware of some of the challenges that you will come across. Well, as it is usually, you can reach out and you'll find absolutely marvelous people out there that can support you. And that is our guest today. I found her through my own journey. She was on hers. We found, we've coached together. We've, she's coached me wonderful in helping me build my skills. And so I really wanted her on the show because she's such an awesome lady and has such a a list of accomplishments. So let me tell you about our guest this morning. She is CEO of Get Clients Everywhere. Marie Tony works globally to help professionals build solid, long-term, successful businesses. She coaches business owners and professionals to become savvy, social, and successful through cultivating professional relationships that are both fulfilling and profitable. She provides sound business building strategies, coaches, coaching, and growth-fulfilled seminars that are fun, dynamic, and valuable. That is one of the wonderful assets that Marie has. She has such a great, uh, fun-filled life. I love the way you deliver, Marie. You're awesome. So, as a community leader, Marie makes a difference. She is a staunch advocate for women in business, founding and leading several professional groups throughout her career designed to uplevel the careers of women, including the Women's Professional Development Network in Atlanta, Georgia. 
Her strong community involvement in charity causes and organizations has placed her into the who's who of women in business and the who's who of international business. Marie is a registered corporate coach, popular speaker, and she truly enjoys helping business owners double or triple their income. Welcome, Marie. We want to hear all this wise wisdom wisdom you're going to be sharing with us today. <laughs> well, Joyce, it's so fun to be with you. And it's like hilarious almost listening to you kind of like read my bio because it's like so long. I'm sitting here sitting there going, oh, my God, like stop, stop, stop. It's just so fun, though. So thank you. It's great to be with you. Well, where could I stop? I mean, it was all just, I mean, it's great. They need to know you're a dynamic speaker. Fun, fun, fun. And you're a dynamic coach. So, you know, there was just no place to stop. I couldn't leave anything else. Well, you're sweet. I love you and thank you. You are so welcome. Um, You know, women, when we have, when we make our transitions from if we do go through divorce or we loss of a loved one or, you know, a really major life change, we kind of look around and see what are we good at? What do we do well? And that was kind of my situation. And so I was drawn into coaching like you were in coaching as well. And um, what are the some? What do we? What do we? How do we start our um, recreation of who we are? Well, you know, I think all of us are doing it, and you know, in in terms of recreation, I think that's a really great word because we are recreating ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. we're always recreating ourselves. Our cells are recreating themselves in our bodies, and mm-hmm. so if we can pay attention to that it's like first I think the thing is really look at you know if we could do anything in our life you know what would it be and allow ourselves the freedom to just play in that arena like play with our thoughts play with our imagination play with writing things down to get some ideas because I think most people if you really ask them you know if there were no obstacles in the way and they could do anything that they want people would jump in and they would say what it is what Mm -hmm. stops them is all the other things and saying i can't do that i could never do that who would buy this i'm not sure i'm made up for business or it it doesn't even have to be business it's anything you have to really start first with yourself looking inward and Mm -hmm. saying you know what might make a difference what make me what would make me like jump out of bed in the morning and saying i can't wait to go to work or i can't wait to do this next chapter of my life and I think sometimes people just go into things without really giving the the full thought and consideration, and mm-hmm. then they shortchange themselves with that. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, I do. I feel for that person that is caught in the family profession, you know, where they, yeah. they are son of, son of, son of, or daughter of, daughter of, daughter of, and they... They almost forget. Now, they may be very drawn to the profession. I'm not saying they're not. But then I think there are those that do it sometimes because it's expected. And that's the person that I feel, you know, I've heard of the man that goes into um, the, let's just say, attorney or doctor or whatever profession. And then his, his favorite thing is to come home and work on cars, 
You know, his his other yeah. passionate life is the car. Yeah. You know, working on something is totally unrelated. Um, so I, I think of those people. Much better if you could find your, your profession is what you love to play. Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, many times we make things way too serious. And mm-hmm. and what what gets missing in there is play. And I don't mean like fun or games or like, you know, playing a board game like Monopoly or something. But yeah. it's like really having like, like looking at something with wonder, looking at something with, wow, what if that were possible? What if that mm-hmm. were easy? How could I make this a success? How could that excite me to get up every day? You know, who could mm-hmm. I meet in this journey? Rather than, you know, some of the negative chit-chat that we have that stops us from moving forward. You know, we're all subject to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to use my daughter here for a moment um, because I look at her with adoration, really. She has, since she was a little girl, loved horses. And her life has been had been designed around her love of horses uh, mm. through I wanted her to be able to do that so we went to many horse little little Texas horse shows things like that nothing really big but she has grown into the big and so her whole life now is by creating a center for horses that compete they get hurt just like humans when they when humans compete they break down the body that same thing happens with horses of course so i'm like looking at her going oh look at how clever she was she started with her love and she stayed with her love not that sometimes she doesn't pull her hair out and go oh my gosh what have i done because we all face challenges in our work or surprises or under evaluate how difficult it can be the growth the growth of a business but uh, she's still at the end she loves what she's doing little yeah, side story uh, <laughs> yeah. it's great I'm yeah. happy for your daughter it's great that you gave her that kind of encouragement um, I think that's what all of us need is we need somebody to mentor us encourage us and to you know really I guess just encourage us to really follow our dreams or follow what's of interest to us so that we can grow and develop because it's really hard to work at something that you're not interested in it's you know and unfortunately you know I think so many people that are in corporate America you know there are those that are very lucky that they've really selected a chosen career and they have a job in that career but the vast Mm -hmm. majority of of Americans you know use that here is that they are in a job that they really don't care about um and they're really just there to collect paycheck and benefits. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that um, because we all need that. But it's like, you know, there's something that people go numb to that they've mm-hmm. really forgotten themselves and what's true of their heart and what their interest is. And some people just don't even know what they're interested in because they've never had the opportunity and the space to even think yeah. about that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I know one of the important things you believe is that you should have a vision for that business that you're developing. So could you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. I think, you know, um, there's a lot of people that will join in and they'll jump into a business. And um, sometimes it's a network marketing company or sometimes somebody, you know, joined them in, in, in some other venture. But they've, mm-hmm. they haven't really thought of, like, really creating, like, the ideal. Like, if they were to create their ideal business, whatever it is, 
you know, that takes a little bit of time. That takes some inner work. That takes some like strategic thinking. You know, mm-hmm. big corporations call it strategic planning. You know, mm-hmm. but yet those of us that are entrepreneurs, we think that if we indulge in ourselves and, and take some time to think about it, it's it's not the right thing. We should be more outward focused. But mm-hmm. I think you know when you're visioning things. The vision that I'm talking about is not really sitting there meditating and seeing things, you know, in your in your third eye. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, what is the vision of your business? What's its mission? You know, mm-hmm. what is it? What is it going to do in the world? What's the impact that you want to leave in the world, the community at large, um, your tribe? What is it that you want to do to impact? How do you want it to look? Do you want to travel with your business? Do you want to stay home? Do you want to work out of your house? Do you want to have a brick-and-mortar store? What kind of income or what kind of revenue do you want to generate? That's a big question because so many people have never really even looked at that. They're so scared to look at that number. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, therefore, they don't, and then, therefore, they're not manifesting anything because they're not committed to anything. You know, do you want to have a staff? Do you want to have a team? Do you want to have employees? Um, do you want to get dressed up for work? What does it look like, you know, all together? Do you, how many vacations do you want to have a year? Do you want to have vacations? Do you want to have multiple vacations? Um, do you want to have a three-day work week, a five-day work week, a six-day work week? I mean, those are really important questions when you start to look at the form of the vision. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you really look at what would be really fun, because, you know, this is how I look at things. To me, life is all made up. Yes, there are things that happen, and life happens, and there are things that happen to us. But if we're really driving our own vehicle, and we're the ones that are saying where we're stopping for a pit stop, where we're going to stop to get a sandwich, if we're the ones that are driving, then we're going to be on that path. There are going to be other things that you might see something in the road that, you know, you didn't count on, but, you know, you're driving, and you've got a place that you're moving towards. Otherwise, we're just doing a business that's keeping us busy, and we're just jumping from thing to thing to thing without a context, without a purpose, and without, like, a stand in the matter of our, of our business. So if we're looking at business, I think that's one thing. If we're just looking at life, I think the same thing is really true. It's like, what kind of a life do you want to have? Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think people often look at that. Energy mm-hmm. always follows thought. So if you're mm-hmm. thinking things and you're capturing your thoughts in a journal or on, you know, flip chart paper or something like that, you know, then it starts to take form. Mm-hmm. And then if we go to work on what the form is, then it just really starts to show up. But mm-hmm. if, if you can really, you know, it's just like anything. If you were an architect and if you were going to be a build a, a big building or a home, you would actually think about what it is that you would want to have in the home, have conversations with the architect, and then the architect, you know, puts together a shell of a, of a place on a piece of paper in a drawing, and you actually mm-hmm. get a chance to see it. But it all started inside of you. Yeah. Well, I can see that you could start off with, and the hardest thing for creating that business, having gone through it myself, is just breaking down some of the barriers we have grown up with or placed around ourselves that said, well, you can't do that. Oh, oh no, 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 that's not workable. And so it's really hard for me, was hard for me, to make that transition to break down all those barriers, open the curtains, and like, this is all your decision. I found that very challenging. (laughs) 
I was too limited in my thinking. Well, I think all of us, you know, it's, um, you know, where I I was just doing a workshop the other day and we were talking about that by the time uh, children are two years old, they've heard over 250,000 negative comments a day. Mm-hmm. a day Unbelievable. don't do this don't spill that don't touch that you know be careful mm-hmm. that you know all those things that we do and we incorporate that into our being even as adults you know we have to be careful watch out don't touch that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> um you know um it just kind of carries over so i do think that sometimes the way to um disassemble mm-hmm. those kinds of conversations are to really either speak about them write about them you know, jot them down and then work with someone that's really trained to be able to help you get out of that because mm-hmm. that right there is what we call mindset. And mm-hmm. um, if you're not really doing something positive about it, you are in something that's called a mindset, M-I-N-E. <laughs> the mindset will start <laughs> blowing up. Um, but what you have to I like do that. Is like, yeah, actually, I just thought of that. Um, but I know, I am a little witty, right? Um, you are. But, See how much fun she is, listeners? <laughs> but I think, in, you know, we have to really look at, like, really being with people that can really empower us and that can really recognize that this everybody is going to go through those minefields of negativity. Mm. Everybody. There is nobody that will escape it. The question is, what is it that we do with it so that it's not something that will disempower us and keep us frozen in action. Where mm. We don't want to do that. That's not really what we want. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd also see that, are you looking, are you saying, Marie, that somebody create that vision as the, the ultimate vision that we want, where we ultimately want to arrive, or in the next 10 years, I want to arrive at this? I think it would be great to start with, what do you want to do this year? Okay. You know, because what we okay. ha- what we have is now. It doesn't mean that you can't. You know, ten years is a long time. You know, five years is a long time. Although sometimes mm-hmm. it's really good to kind of play like you know, in five years, you know, where am I going to be? You know, mm-hmm. I look at myself in five years and I think, okay, I can imagine what that's going to be like. Um, I know what it might be like, and I want to I want to really wire in <clears throat> what it is that I do want for my life. But, you know, what I can focus on is, like, if I, you know, half the people that start a business never do planning. They never in their calendar. And yeah. um, I had to really learn that lesson, you know, um, because I'd be just busy doing what was right in front of me, which I mm-hmm. think most people tend to do. When you start to get to be a CEO of your business and you learn to start to manage all of it, um, you have to really look at, you know, at the end of the year, where am I going to be in December? What programs or, programs or what have I completed and accomplished, you know, this year? I mean, here we are in July. Maybe even for some people that are going through a transition and it's really hard for them to even see themselves out of that transition, mm-hmm. a small chunk is really good to really plan. And for those of us in business, we all know the benefit of doing what we call a 90-day run. You know, 90 days to commit to something um, that can really make a difference with consistent action and focused activity, um, you know, can produce miracles for people. But most people won't even do that because we're so, you know, it's just counter um, what it is that we're taught in schools and, you know, uh, with what people around us, I mean, it's like people always want to make sure that you get a good education, you get a good job, you get a good paycheck. And, you know, if that's the message, then any one of us that's an entrepreneur is stepping outside that norm. And right away, that's almost like suspect. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we have to yeah. overcome that too, you know. So just a little more in depth, because I haven't heard of the nine-day run before. Is that where you would plan an event? Um, you would maybe establish a goal in what that might require to reach that goal? What are, what are you thinking when you say 90-day run? A 90-day run would be, like, we know that things can really, like, you know, great things happen in threes. <laughs> We've heard that mm-hmm. little saying. So it's like three months. You know, mm-hmm. so if you look at yourself, like if we looked at ourselves, here we are. Let's say we're going. Let's say we're in July, July, August, and September. So yeah. it's like we know things that are going to happen in the summer. We know how it might affect your business or how it doesn't affect your business. It could be really mm-hmm. great for your business. Um, you know, you look at what am I going to do in ninety days? Or sometimes there's a focused activity or an initiative that you can take for ninety days. Mm-hmm. Um, setting a financial goal for ninety days and then creating a plan that will actually support that goal, um, or even doing the right activities that are going to support the plan that supports that goal. Mm-hmm. Breaking something down into smaller chunks are really great because what we all want to do is we all want to feel confident. We all want to mm-hmm. feel that there's that, that I can do it. Um, I'm able to do it. I have everything it takes to do it. But yet if we've never done it before, that's missing. So mm-hmm. what we want to do is put ourselves in any situation where we can win mm-hmm. and winning can be done in very small incremental steps. So if you can design your life so that you know that you're going to have a win, then you get one win, then you get two wins, and you get three wins. And all of that starts to build towards your confidence. And 90-day mm-hmm. runs, a lot of people that are in business that have a sales business, which I think all entrepreneurs are in the sales business. They might mm-hmm. not realize that, but they are. Um, you know, I think it's something that you can – and then if you added four 90-day runs a year, that's mm-hmm. a good year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like, like that. Eating, eat like eating the elephant one bite at a time. Try to eat the whole thing. Probably not going to go too well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I got my vision, and I have a pretty good idea of what I want it to look like. Then it's in the service. And are we always in service? <laughs> I'm wondering here as I say that. We talk about the ideal client the person that we want to service is what i'm thinking marie and so but that is pretty natural to a coach but are all businesses one of service well i i I would say yes because unless people are buying or wanting your services or products Mm -hmm. or your Mm -hmm. programs Mm -hmm. um then there is no business Mm -hmm. so people have to want it and then buy it and exchange dollars for either a product or a service or a program or something like that. So I would say for me, I definitely am in service. If I'm not serving other people, I have no business. If I'm not doing that, um, you know, I mean, a, a store that sells books, a store that sells, you know, uh, a pharmacy, you know, is in service to people. Um, so I, I think that, yes, I would have to say generally we're probably all in service. If we're not serving others through any of by means of what where our business is about, then there's probably no reason to exist as a business. Mm-hmm. So you know yeah. that kind of a thing. But I do think it's important that when you decide what it is, like if you wanted to be, um, I don't know, like a you wanted to work as a landscaper or a landscape mm-hmm. designer and make beautiful gardens for people's homes, then mm-hmm. you have to really go to work and say. 
you know, okay, if I'm going to serve people, who am I going to serve? What are the kinds of clients that I want to work with? I think one of the things that I hear my clients say is they look at where their clients have come from, Mm -hmm. and those clients may have come from very haphazard kinds of things. might have been a referral. It might have been they met somebody at the grocery store. They met somebody through church. They met somebody through their cousin's brother twice removed, Um, and there's no real rhyme or reason to how they got their clients. Those are not ideal clients. Those are not targeted clients. So if you don't have something that you're actually targeting, then it's very hard to market and for people to get a message about that. So I really do think it's a very critical step that people actually look at. First of all, who do they like? You know, what kinds of people do they like to be around? Um, You know, there's probably all kinds of things that we could do for people. And, you know, somebody like you, who's very experienced and well-trained and out there, you could make a difference with anybody. And so could I. But I don't Mm -hmm. want to make a difference with everybody. I want to make a difference with the people that want me to make a difference with them. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And I think that's something to really underline for our listeners because we want people who are looking for what it is that we have to offer. And if Mm -hmm. we can look at that and really, like, delineate that on paper, like on a chart, on a picture, on something that really captures those qualities Then when we're starting to market or we're starting to share in a newsletter or we're doing a Facebook Live or we're doing, you know, um, know, email posts or tweets or posting things on Instagram, whatever it is that we're doing to get ourselves known, we want our audience to be able to find us. We want to speak to what the audience is looking for, what's bothering them, what's upsetting them. And then if we know that we're the solution to that, that becomes mm-hmm. the target audience, you know. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who say, oh, I just want to work with women. Mm-hmm. And I hear that a lot. And I just say that's not a target audience. That's 50% of the population. <laughs> it's rather big. There's no, you know, yeah. there's no target yep. there. Yeah, and it's so big <laughs> that how do you, you know, how do you hit that? Then it would become still mm-hmm. haphazard. Mm-hmm. But when people really start to really develop that piece, and I mean it takes some time. Um, you know, today my target audience is a bit different than it was eight years ago. It was mm-hmm. definitely different than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. And so yeah. as we keep developing, and that's part of our vision. So visioning is always something that we're doing, and then we're, you know, looking at our target. And then we have to find out where is that target? Where do you find them? Where do they hang out? Mm-hmm. What do they do? Where do they frequent online mm-hmm. and offline? So right. that you can, because the world is so at our fingertips today, once you really get clear on who it is, you can find them anywhere. <laughs> That's why I call my business Get Clients Everywhere, because they're Absolutely. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody that's in business, entrepreneur, anybody that has an established business, we're all looking for clients and how to attract that client to us. And she be, she, he be the ideal client is what you offer for so many. And that's why you're such a success, Marie. You're just awesome. But <laughs> we are going to take yeah. a a short break here and when we come back Marie will continue sharing with us how to now take that we've got an ideal client how to market that message to those to those people so that they hear us loud and clear 
come work with me. I've got the answers in Get Clients Everywhere with Marie Fratoni. We will be back shortly. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at free gift from joyce.com close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits where would you go who would you meet what would you do during an uncover your hidden genius session you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Our guest today is Marie Fratoni, and she's CEO of Get Clients Everywhere. Now we're talking about... A business, and we're talking about an entrepreneurial business where we have to find clients and ha- so that our business will be successful. But everybody needs that's what business is finding clients. So, Marie, you have done a beautiful job in, in identifying vision and the ideal client. But once I find that client, how do I get the message to them without it sounding so? Markety. <laughs> is that a question? Is that a question? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's good. Well, I think I think one of the first things that we have to do as business owners is not be afraid to be markety, because you know marketing is just sharing. That's mm-hmm. all that it is, and it's really sharing your message. But your message is how it pertains to that particular audience. And for this audience. You're speaking to people that are going through transition or been through transition and are recreating themselves. And so all of like your speakers and your, your different conversations you have. And, you know, even if I look at my business, I've had to recreate myself. And some of the ways that I've had to recreate myself from the times when it wasn't so happy and I wasn't so good and I wasn't so, you know, well known, um, I had to overcome those kinds of things. And in overcoming them, but that's the kind of information that I'm sharing with my audience. That's my marketing is that whether it's, you know, I'm looking at my target audience and saying, what are they dealing with every day? You know, are they dealing with, do they don't know how to get clients? Do they not have enough clients? 
Are they not making enough money to make it work so they can let go of that full-time job? Uh, do they have a mindset that says, I can't do this, you'll never be anything? Um, you know, I'm broken. Um, I don't know how to put myself back together again. All these things that we have, those are all the marketing messages that when we're actually speaking to our potential clients, whether it's in a newsletter um, or whether it's on a Facebook Live, whether it's on, you know, um, you know just different things that you're um, posting about or uh, tips or, you know, the different your freebies that you're offering to your clients or if doing a, 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 a speech or a message or leading a workshop, everything is designed to address the needs of that target audience. Without uh-huh. that piece, it's nothing. So you can market in all kinds of ways, but the marketing is just you sharing you. You uh-huh. sharing you and uh-huh. you sharing you and what you have to offer that particular group. And there's, uh-huh. there's unending ways. You know, yesterday I sent out my newsletter. And I, t- I had a situation that happened to me over the weekend that didn't make me feel particularly good. And um, I, I kind of felt like dumped on by somebody. Mm-hmm. And um, they were being very enlightened about it, but nevertheless, it, I was being dumped on. And, I just, and, I, and for a few minutes there, I had that awful feeling in the pit of my stomach. You know how that goes? It's just like somebody <laughs> just like knocked the wind out of you. And it's like disbelief. you know it just felt icky (laughs) and um so what i did was i was really thinking about how do i move the ickiness out of me because i could easily stay there ickiness is a heavy emotion and we live in gravity so that anything that's really heavy is going to get heavier when it's heavy and Mm -hmm. so i needed to do something that was going to uplift that so i remembered you know the whole thing about accentuate the positive and Mm -hmm. eliminate the negative and um I wrote an article about that for my newsletter, and I sent the newsletter out. It went out yesterday, and I think I've gotten about 15 messages from people mm-hmm. um, saying how they appreciated that message. They appreciated what it was. I gave them a couple of things that they could do, and one um, colleague today sent me an email and said, your message came at the perfect time. She said, I'm having a hard time with myself right now, <laughs> and um, so she said, and thank you for that song. I, pu- I put a link to a song in there, that, the song of Accentuate the Positive. I'll bear you oh. Yeah, but um, but I and I sent her a message and I said, well, here's ten things that I love about you. So start <laughs> with that, you know, yeah. because we mm-hmm. all need that kind of stuff. But I know that my entrepreneurs that I work with, because it, it is me, is mm-hmm. I have days when I need to be lifted up. Mm-hmm. I need days that I need people to encourage me, like you listening, listening to you speak my bio. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's almost like. Wow, I mean, I really have accomplished a lot. I've been at work a long time. But in the day-to-day things or whatever, like over the weekend when I felt like somebody punched me in the stomach, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't in that space. So our marketing is always looking at what can we offer the people that we want to work with? What are the gifts that we can bring them in and write about that? So I love to talk to my clients because they, they say such brilliant things that I say, that's a great post. That's a great marketing piece. You could do a Facebook Live on that. That's a great newsletter article. Because mm-hmm. they know their people. And then, mm-hmm. then the question always becomes, like, where do you find these people? Like, once you have an idea of who you want to work with, like, where are they hidden? Where are they? They're probably yeah. not so hidden. But energy always follows thought. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you start thinking about things, like thinking about the people that you want to work with, thinking about what's upsetting them, thinking about what's bothering them, and that you have the solution to that, you have the antidote to that, then you can start to see that they're everywhere because you start thinking about that. They're mm-hmm. online. They're in different mm-hmm. groups. 
They're offline. Mm-hmm. They're in parent groups. They're in church groups. They're in your personal development groups. They could be your next-door neighbor. They could be mm-hmm. your next-door neighbor's brother. But if we're not out sharing, we'll never find them. So mm-hmm. marketing is a very essential thing to be able to do. And, you know, if you don't know how to market and you don't know what to say, then it's really good to, you know, get, like, some high-level coaching. Like, look at the high level of it. You don't have to do day-to-day stuff, but, like, what is it, what are, like, you know, 10 things that you could do every month that you could market your business? And then work Mm -hmm. with somebody that could show you how to do that. You could probably figure that out in, like, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't have the answers, there are people around that, have the answers, and I think that was the, one of the biggest things that made a difference for me was I had to, I had to get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. I had to like, you know, like say, well, you can't figure this all out on your own. You know, you're smart, but you don't have everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I had to really look and and really invest in myself. And I could invest in myself personally. There was no problem. I've been doing that since high school. So right. when it came time to me running a business, that was a different story. I could deliver a great service. But I didn't mm-hmm. always have enough to make it work. And it, there were some times there that it was really pretty challenging. And I really questioned whether or not it was really for me. Um, I'm really glad I stuck it out and I got the help. <laughs> yeah. When Now, do you have some of this support material that you're mentioning, like the 10 um, places to find your clients and so forth? Um, do you have that on your website? Is that something that's there? It, it is not on my website. It'd be a great, that okay. would be a great thing for me to post. Um, yeah, you know, it would be a great freebie, you know, or things like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it, it's not anything that's up there right now. I think what I have yeah. up there now is like, you know, mindset things for people, you know, like, you know, about what are the mindset kinds of things that you need to be, you know, an entrepreneur, how to kind of, you know, get the head screwed on straight, as I would say. Um, <laughs> that's so pretty much, good information. So much, there's so much content, but we cover yeah. a lot of that, you know, inside some of the programs that we do because it's, that becomes more critical. I mean, that, that handout would be good, but just as a loose handout, it, it, there's no context mm-hmm. to it, so mm-hmm. people may not know what to, you know, what to do with that. Where is your website so that people can go to peruse to see what, what you do offer because you are extensive? <laughs> well, they can just go to uh, getclientseverywhere.com, and they can poke around. They can look at some of the events and some of the programs and services, um, you know, that I do. Um, mm. I, I like to say that I, I have programs that really kind of fit for where different people are in the, in the journey of entrepreneurship. We've got things for the brand-new person that's right out the choot, you know, that's mm-hmm. saying, okay, um, I started something, but I don't really know what I'm doing, and I don't know what to do next. And, you know, we can work with that, or we can work with people that are very established business owners that are really, you know, uh, generating a great business but want to take themselves to the next level, um, realizing that, you know, whatever it took for us to get to a certain level you know, then there's that plateau and you've got to like bump it up and do different things to get to even the next level. So, you know, there are ways that I work with people privately and then I love my group programs because they're so mm-hmm. fun and we build community and it always attracts a, a great audience and, you know, it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I've been in several of those group um, coaching sessions and they're really great. They offer a lot of growth. Yeah. Um, the Thank community you. aspect is really wonderful. Um, because you have somebody to support you, you know, say, oh, good job, or, you know, maybe next time, or something like that, a encouraging word. Um, <clears throat> so I really am a big fan of your group um, coaching, which is on the, you, you can find all of those on the Internet, correct? 
Like yeah, sales savvy. Things, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. I was just going to say um, the next sales savvy program actually starts this coming Monday on June 25th. And we've got some openings for that. We've got some great people who have registered. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's called Sales Savvy, Eight Weeks to Get Clients. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing. You know, a part of, I think, what makes me have fun with my programs, and therefore I think people enjoy them, is um, I, I'm a big community person. You know, I'm Italian. I come from a big Italian family. And I think that's just, you know, when I went to school, I really got the concept of community, even just growing up as a kid. And I think that's very important, you know. Um, and when we go through programs together as a group, you, I mean, it's not only just what I offer as the coach or the leader. Mm-hmm. Everybody offers something, and we learn from everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. I learn some of the best things from my clients. And think, oh my God, that's a great idea. Like, you know, what you just said to me, is that on your, is that on your website? No, but I wrote that down. <laughs> that's a good idea. Um, you know, and it's like, these are, we always get inspired by other people and watching other people go through the ups and downs of their journey. And, um, and then when we see them victorious, it's like, wow, that is just so cool. I mean, we just kind of, I don't know, I kind of fall in love with people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure a lot of other coaches do. You know, they, it's, it's more transactional and it could be more business, but I'm not sure that there's really that deeper relationship. So for me, I can't operate unless I have a relationship with someone. And yeah. that to me is the first thing. It's like relationship and then task as mm-hmm. opposed to task, 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 task. And then six months later, it's like, uh, who are you? I can't remember your name, <laughs> you know? And I, I mean, we've all experienced that, you know, it doesn't yeah. mean that it's bad. We all get different things from different people, but right. you know, I, I think, um, I, I just love the people I work with and well, Marie, hopefully they love me back. Share with us. What are the, I know you have sales savvy and then what I know you have others, a speak savvy, uh, speak yeah. savvy. Correct. Yeah. I think it's, it, it, it is. I, I kind of start out with people that really want to learn about networking or they know they should network, but they don't really know how to or they're, yeah. they're shy or they're introverts and stuff like that. So we do some things on Networking Savvy, which is called 30 Days to Connect and Grow. It's a short 30-day program. Probably we'll start running that again in July. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's a great little feeder program and a great way to kind of get a taste or a morsel and get some big value uh, from that. Then they go mm-hmm. into Sales Savvy. Then I'll do Speaker Savvy, which is really a couple-of-day program, couple, two-day program on really how to develop your signature talk. How do you really get out there for those people that want to sell from the stage, sell from the front of the room, run workshops, and then find clients from that. That's a great program for that. I can also do that, you know, one-to-one in a, in a day that's just designed for um, one person to go through their, their talk and their offer and things like right. that. And then... And then I do workshop savvy because there's a lot of people that want to lead workshops and mm-hmm. that aren't their their content is very good, but the affect of how they do it or how the room is set up or how they work with things or, or what you know sound equipment they need to do a lot of things to make a workshop really nicely done so that it's really comfortable mm-hmm. and really the audience is happy. That mm-hmm. that to me is important as my message. Um, getting out there. So there's a lot of people that want to leave workshops that just have never done it and they're a little shy and mm-hmm. you can help them with the structure of what needs to come first and then next and, you know, how to close the day and things like that. So, and then just facilitating, learning how to facilitate an exercise is an art form. So how, okay. So the, the speaker savvy is two days and the workshop savvy is 
How long? Workshops, workshop savvy is probably going to be like a, another 30-day program. And um, I, I just haven't launched it um, yet. I mean, I've done mm-hmm. lots of training on workshops, but it's a new program that I'm developing that will probably come out in the fall. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I think that'll be a great one because there are so many people doing mm-hmm. speeches now. Wanting, I feel there are many more people wanting to speak on stage. and yeah. But really, we're speaking all the time. Even yeah. in, when we're networking, we're speaking. So how do you make yeah. that that connection, um, a worthwhile connection, so that it's informative and yet it's heard. It falls on ears that, yes, I agree, you know, that we can bring that message to them. Now, I want to just ask a question. <clears throat> if I know that my client is at this woman's meeting, then how do I go about, one, preparing myself for this experience and then attacking a room of women, let's say, on how to connect with them? How do we go from one-to-one to get the information and share our information? So can you give us that information? Well, are you speaking about, like, just meeting somebody at a networking event? Yes, yes. So, you know, I... Well, I'm just, first off, thinking of the intention where we need to start with our mindset. Um, You know, I know that you stress this in our um, networking or networking group. The importance of setting an intention was, that's where it really starts, in the parking lot before we actually go into the event. So, yeah, all of this is your information. <laughs> I'm just... Well, it's great. You're a good student, Joyce. This is awesome. <laughs> um, See, I did listen. You know, I did listen. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's great. Well, I think, you know, I think at a networking event, it's just for that. It's just really to start connecting and, and making friends and starting to build your network and figure out who does what to whom. I don't think it's the place to sell our programs. I think yeah. if, if you're the leader and you're doing something that's a different story because people are looking to you for something, but if you're mm-hmm. just meeting somebody and you find that it's interesting or they share a little bit about you that you think that one of your programs could assist them, you could mm-hmm. make a request to have virtual coffee or even in-person coffee if you're out at the street, um, you know, where you can really get to know each other and, and play who are you for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then if you really are digging deep, if you understand the kinds of, if you really understand who your target market is, and if you've mm-hmm. really developed your program and your, your, your products or you know what it's cost and you're clear about that, then if they're the right person, then you could say, I have something that I think would make a difference for you. Is it okay if I share it with you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you can go into a conversation about what it is that you offer and then and do that. But I think it's, you know, I think sometimes people are kind of speaking to a cold audience and trying to sell a cold audience before mm-hmm. they even know your name. And mm-hmm. so I think it's, you know, but there could be people that if they meet you, they might have been following you on Facebook or they might have been listening to this podcast for like, the long, I mean, you've had this podcast for a long time. They could be mm-hmm. a consistent, steady listener. They know mm-hmm. who Joyce Buford is, but you might mm-hmm. not know who they are. Right. And then when they meet you in person, you're going, oh, my God, that's Joyce. I've listened to your podcast. I've been a fan. <laughs> da, 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 da. Then you've got a warm lead. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why it's so important for us to share, just, our, just to share. You know, mm-hmm. on my personal page, I share personal stuff. Sometimes I share mm-hmm. business stuff. You know, it's a little combo. 
And then I go to my business areas and I kind of share my business stuff so people know me professionally. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, you know, who I am personally is not, it's very consistent with who I am professionally, but, you know, who I am personally is, is not my business. You know, my business is something I'm doing to attract my ideal clients that really want to get more clients. They want to make more money. They really want to make this business a success. They want to let go of corporate America. They want to let go of worry. And they want to, you know, do that. So I'm really trying to give my messages to people that are looking for that. Mm -hmm. So I think at a networking Mm -hmm. event, it's really, you know, go to the networking event, enjoy yourself, make some new friends. You know, maybe you can make, you know, three or four connections while you're there. Um, and then take some action to follow up with those connections to deeper that relationship. And then you'll mm. see whether or not there's somebody that you even want to entertain doing anything with. Um, mm-hmm. Not everybody we meet we can sell to or we should be selling to, contrary to what some companies teach. Mm-hmm. I liked, I picked, up on, I picked up on something that you said earlier, um, that if you do think, if if in evaluating if this person you're talking to is a good fit, you ask permission to share yeah. the program. I think that's really very respectful. Yeah. Well, they haven't, if, if somebody isn't requesting my coaching, mm-hmm. then I don't want to start coaching them. Yeah. If, if I, if I, you know, I mean, and I have to watch that because, you know, the generous heart of me wants to, like, make a difference for everybody. Then, hmm, I can make a difference for you. But if they haven't <laughs> asked for that, then it's a little presumptuous on my part. I have to remember yeah. that. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I just have to remember that. But, um, and that's something you learn in coaching school. <laughs> you know, it's like, how do you really honor somebody else's path? Because they may not be ready for what I have to offer. But if I can build a relationship where they get to know, you know, I can be fun, I can be funny, I can be a sidekick, you know, I can, you know, I love to go eat pizza and I have a cat named Lucky and all these kinds of things, then it becomes kind of real to them. And if I'm listening and saying, you know, you've shared this, you've shared this about it, you've shared that you're really contemplating quitting your, your, your business and going back to corporate America, you are thinking of selling your car, your second car, your... Um, not turning on the lights in your house because you're afraid that your electric bill is going to go up. Mm-hmm. I think that there's some things, yes, some of the symptoms of some of the people that I work with, and I think I have some things that could make a difference for you in generating more income that would have your life be easy. Would it be okay mm-hmm. if I shared that with you? Mm-hmm. Most people are going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And then when they say yes, then I, have, then I can have an idea of where, what program would be best for them at this juncture of their game. And part of that is me like having a conversation with them that is really like trying to mine the right information to see where do they fit? Do they fit in a sales savvy? Should they be in a networking savvy? Should they just mm-hmm. have like a complimentary like a, a cash infusion call or should they go, should they be a private client of mine? So I'm really mm-hmm. looking to see that I'm putting people in the right programs at the right time of their, of their career and that they're right mm-hmm. for me, so that, that it's, there's, there's some harmony already. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to drag people into any one of my programs. That's not fun. <laughs> right. It usually doesn't work. <laughs> it usually but doesn't work. One of the things that I am always surprised with in my own development is that when I am ready, I will hear some things. That can be said to me time and time and time and time and time and time again earlier 
But until I am mentally, physically, and heartfully ready, it's not going to happen. And and so I think that's one of the things we as coaches sometimes forget. That person does need the message, but she can't always hear it. Do you find this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's really great what you're saying, and it really leads me into that's the reason why we market. That's mm-hmm. the reason why we share. That's the reason why we talk about ourselves and what, what things we've overcome and because it's, it's speaking directly to them. Our job as business owners are to get people hungry for what it is that we are offering mm-hmm. so that when their hunger gets to a certain point, they're going to buy the meal mm-hmm. because they, they, they can't go without it anymore. They need that mm-hmm. nourishment. And so it's exactly what you're saying is then if people, then there are people that really aren't ready to hear certain things. Then mm-hmm. they're not ready to hear certain things. If we try to like shove it down their throat, um, there's not usually a very good outcome to something like that. But that's why we market. That's why we understand our target market, what they're dealing with every day. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I go and do my, um, I have a signature talk that I do. Um, it took me a long time to really develop it so that mm-hmm. now it's effective. And, uh, and I've been speaking for, you know, 30-something years. <laughs> now I think I've got it because I learned <laughs> how to put it together so that I can really speak directly to my target audience. Inevitably, wherever I give it, uh-huh. it, people will always come up to me and say, you just told my story, or I'm having that conversation with my mother now. I'm, I'm uh-huh. like exactly where I am. How did you know that's exactly what I'm dealing uh-huh. with? How can I work with you? It's so incredible yeah. because I've done the work. Most people don't do the work. They say they've uh-huh. done the work, but they really haven't. And um, we, have to, we have to give ourselves the time to really, you know, if you look at AT&T, I mean, they just didn't wake up one day and say, okay, we're going to start selling phones or we're going to sell phone <laughs> services. Mm-hmm. I mean, they took a lot of time to create the, you know, the thing that they are today, you know, which is, you know, multi-entity, you know, conglomerate globally. Yeah. Right. They didn't start that way, you know. Yeah. So we have to, we have to grow um, and, and grow in increments. And, mm-hmm. and put ourselves in successful things. So, and I think anybody that chooses to want to have that success, you know, there's a lot of layers of success. And I think when they can, I think even for myself, I had a coach one time tell me, because I got very busy, and you kind of know my life, it gets very busy sometimes. And mm-hmm. um, she just said to me, get out your calendar. I got out mm-hmm. my calendar. And she said, I want you to schedule three times this week. It takes 30 minutes. And you're, what you write in that 30 minutes is think. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was actually very good coaching for me because yeah. I often will don't, I sandwich my calendar, my day is so full mm-hmm. that I don't have the time to think. And thinking is where your strategy comes. Thinking is when divine messages come to you. Thinking and being quiet and still can be a place where you can start to imagine. And mm-hmm. when you're imagining, you're imaging in that which is important to you. And from there, awesome. you can start to grow and take action to it. Yeah. Oh, that's wise, wise words and a wonderful way for us to finish. But I do want you to tell them one more time how to go to your website so that they can find out more information about you. Yeah, thank you. Um, you could go to uh, getclientseverywhere.com. 
Uh, you can send me a little private message there that says, hey, I want to have a conversation with you, or you can download um, the freebie that's on there for you, and then that will get you connected to me. And then I can start to market to you and start to address some of the concerns that you have. Whether you buy anything from me or not, it can still be very educational and very helpful to you from afar. Yeah. Um, you can also, I have a Facebook page uh, that's called uh, Get Clients Everywhere. It's just facebook.com slash Get Clients Everywhere, and you can like that page. And, um, you know, we just begin to follow me and kind of see yeah. what I might be able to have. And then you can yeah. also ask me to follow you, and I'll be happy to do that as well. Awesome. Well, Marie and listeners, now I told you Marie would be fun, and she'd be full of wonderful ideas, as you can tell, a real um, asset to anyone's business. So, Marie, I thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you for sharing your time. Um, and I encourage each of you out there to go and visit Marie on Get Clients Everywhere. I thank you today for being with us. I hope this week is full of the jewels of life for you. And I just appreciate that you took the time to listen. See you next week. I love you. Thank you, Joyce. Bye, everybody. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 